Great to have you on the show today, sir. Uh, cancer immunotherapy, a focus on treating breast cancer in particular. This is such a, obviously, an important topic. And your drug, I think, has, has really shown a lot of great um, roads in clinical trials, 138 treated patients of breast cancer. And one thing that I'm particularly interested in is I believe that it's showing that they won't have a recurrence of metastatic breast cancer, right? Or preventing that or eliminating that to a certain extent. Tell me more about what the drug is doing. Sure. Uh, so my name is uh, Snehal Patel. So I, I, I think the way to think of it is uh, after surgery, there's a chance the breast cancer will come back. And what, uh, what we showed in our phase two trials that the HER2 positive patients who, who had surgery received Herceptin, uh, we had no breast cancer come back in uh, the 50 patients that were treated versus the 50 placebo. The 50 placebo had about 11% come back. That's what you would expect. Uh, for some of the So we have so very good safety. That's amazing. That's news. a big difference. That's a big difference. More than 10% of the folks had it again, and those in your trial didn't have it again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But over what period of time, out of curiosity? Well, you can see it on this chart. So the chart that you have up have these little marks on those lines. That shows that that was the time they were followed. So this is a median of five years. Uh, so it's a very long time. It was a very long trial, uh, and we waited for this outcome before we reported it, which we did back in December right. of 2020. Yeah, that's a big difference because I know as the years pass, I mean, once you get to 10 years, you know, the saying is that you're in the clear, but it, it is a, a frightening situation for someone who's suffering with cancer or a loved one. Um, that being said, I know that you're moving forward. You have the, the GP2 drug. Tell us about uh, the developments now and the excitement that you have going forward. I know that you are getting ready to put together a phase three clinical trial, right? Exactly. So we, we have uh, started the plan. So we raised the capital to be able to uh, complete the trial to the point of seeking approval from the FDA, which will be an interim analysis. So that interim analysis will... Uh, be comparing the treated and the placebo uh, somewhere midway during the trial. And uh, so we're planning to start that trial before the end of this year. The manufacturing is ongoing, and uh, we're uh, hopefully going to release the product to the clinical sites in the coming months, and then we'll be able to start the trial hopefully in the fourth quarter. So we're very right. excited and that I'm, we're finally I'm, we have I'm this I'm sure data. it'll take some time, right? Yeah, and it, you know we're not going to go for a full five years, and we're not going to we're not going to even if we did four years, we're not going to go to the full four. We're going to do an interim analysis, which we did not do in the phase two trial, and that's typical in the industry now is to do an interim analysis where you use a large number of patients, and you can still see a difference midway through the trial. So that's right. The stock joined the Russell 2000 index, and obviously that's a really big deal because obviously all the fund managers have to mimic the index itself, and it really shows that you're meeting all your financial obligations and such. That being said, when you look at what's going on with the company and all your partnerships that you have, I know you work with a lot of the, the big names. As you got this funding, you have a lot of institutions that are supporting your clinical trials as well, right? 
So, yeah, so we have Baylor College of Medicine and some other institutions in Texas hospitals that are teaching hospitals that will, will help us start the trial. So that was very important to us uh, early la uh, in the fourth quarter last year. We, we started that relationship, which is leading us now to a very well-designed trial and the potential to start uh, very quickly, at least in Texas, in the U.S., uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, so our, you know, our, our main objective was uh, when we did our IPO last year was to raise the capital. Uh, and we did that mainly with retail investors. Then we announced our data over the course of uh, three conferences, and then we joined the Russell 2000, and that gives us a chance to transition from retail to institutional. And the other interesting thing is, is to be added to the Russell 2000, you know, these large funds have to acquire a lot of your stock and, and then park it. And so our uh, float was already very low, but it, now it's even lower. It took them a while to accumulate right. their shares. So that's, that's going to sure. uh, create a different trading pattern for us going forward. And then last but not least, uh, you know, in the world of biopharma, it's not just one thing because you're working so hard and, and doing so much research and development for exciting, striving goals. And so what are you working on with immunotherapy? It's not just breast cancer that you have a chance to combat, right? Is it more than that? Possibly. Yeah, so we're, we're targeting the HER2 protein, and that's a protein that is expressed in 75% of breast cancer patients. But there are also other cancers where patients express the HER2 protein, and we have very good diagnostic technology to find them. So we're uh, planning additional phase twos, uh, one to expand the market within the HER2 positive, another to look at the low expressors of HER2, and then to pursue other cancers. To do that, you need to have a source of Herceptin or Herceptin ADC, and it takes time to find those partners, but we're in the process of doing that. Uh, so we hope uh, in the not too distant future to start additional phase two trials around this major phase three trial that uh, we're gonna focus on. 